we'll just uh, we'll ju- are we'll we ju- starting now we'll just start recording yes no we have uh, started uh, welcome welcome to the to the to the Frio show it's been uh, we have even sir fuel Moo. yes did I say right yeah I've been stumbling over that name we've been practicing with <laughs> anyway sir Moo. Yeah. super excited we're in your studio yeah I thought I'll be a bit more mobile because then I see much more studios, which is like when you come in a studio and you feel like, oh, I want to start working, you know, you're in the right studio. And I had that feeling when I came in here. Yeah, I get the same feeling every day. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I was looking forward to put that one together before you. The small frame. Yeah. 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 But then I. uh, This is the only day that I. forgot to put on my alarm and I slept too long. Oh, yeah, you sl- overslept. It yeah. never happens. Yeah. <laughs> but today I did. Mm. No, so, but you, you have, uh, I know your work a bit, but I also don't know your work that much. Yeah. So I would love to talk about that a bit too later. Okay. But first, so you're, let's talk about the studio first, because, you know, I, I am so fascinated by studios. Like, yeah, me too. Uh, y- I, it, yeah, you just visit my studio now, and um, now it's gone. Yeah, now we can come. I'll cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's so annoying. Yeah, I had that problem with the previous one too. Yeah. So I, if I put on some music, you don't hear it. Uh, maybe you just turn <laughs> off the lights because yeah, then we don't have. Perfect. I'm a bit rusty since it's been a couple of months since I did uh, did the last podcast. But uh, yeah. yeah, so back to the studio. So you have, I would say you're about seventy percent painter, about twenty. But that's only because I haven't. Uh, I'm, I'm just getting lo- started with uh, other stuff. But I'm looking at your space now. Yeah, so yeah. You, I think there's seventy percent is is paint related stuff and then there's about 10 10 to 15 percent with sculptures and uh, and the rest is kind of tools oh yeah what's inside the studio yeah yeah. i'm just i'm just uh judging you by your cover (laughs) is that that sounds stupid yeah (laughs) no but yeah so yeah you because when I first met you, you painted and then you, around that time, you really started doing sculptures as well, right? Because that's your reason. Uh, no, I started uh, with the sculpture work. I started in, uh, on Bachelor. Okay. So, uh, and it has been, it's, for me, it's been going like uh, side by side, yeah. 50-50 all the time. Yeah. But it's, uh I don't know. I uh, maybe the, it's easier to produce paintings. Mm. For sure, but well, just logistically, yes. I mean, yeah. making the sculpture is this, or making a, a painting, you know, takes the same kind of creative time. I would say, yeah. or the the, but just handling it, moving it around, and uh, yeah, it's I remember. Heavy. I remember the big metal sculptures you made uh, in your masters. Yeah. They are in my father's garage. Yeah, and they are probably unmovable almost, right? Yeah, they, they I need to be there to move it around. Yeah, yeah, because they were quite big. They were, uh, they were life size almost. 
yeah i think the two meter or something one of them and very like it fitted on a, a europal yeah so 90 by 120 yeah and uh, i think we used three or four uh, guys from a moving company to just get it up the stairs at the yeah. <laughs> so it was heavy yeah did you ever measure the weight no but i think uh, around uh, 250 or 300 kilos oh fuck yeah with the concrete yeah yeah because you had the the, the cast concrete could yeah. you just for people who haven't seen it could you just describe that work so people get maybe an idea of, of yeah, so it's the it's a container like twelve cubic meter container. Yeah, that I, was uh, cut in half or. Uh, it was actually I went to the uh, dump, the scrapyard. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they I asked if they have uh, some containers that are gonna be recycled, and uh, he pointed over there, and I found one that was white and very beautiful. Yeah, and then I wanted to I. I uh, went back the week after to pick one out and then I found a, a black container and we I showed a drawing on a, like a very fast sketch to a guy in a crane yeah and uh, he was very happy he I asked him to pick it up and drop it yeah <laughs> so it was dropped from almost 10 meters I think up yeah. in the air many many times over an hour uh, and I said he, I wanted it to look like the sketch. Yeah. So I could work uh, more on it. Uh, Afterwards, yeah. 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 And after one hour. But how big was this? Was it like the smallest containers? Or it's a twelve cubic meter container. So you can order. You see the the cars that have the arms that goes uh, to pick up containers and they put them on the yeah. on themselves. Yeah. And then they drive away. Yeah. So it's this. Uh, Oh, it's like this dump dumpster container. So it's not like a shipping container. It's like a no, it's not a shipping yeah, container. A, it has this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it almost looks like it this, has this uh, angle the, on the, the side. new Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same look. Uh, <laughs> a cyber cyber container. Cyber container. Cool. Yeah, then I'm I'm with you. I think uh, probably called a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. So he dropped it and then he moved it uh, to Kiel. And, uh, but had you cut it already then? No, then then it didn't go in the doors at the Kio. It was like ten centimeters too wide, so yeah. I needed to cut it in half outside of Kio yeah. with the angle grinder, and that took probably a half day or something. Yeah. And then it was in two pieces, and then I cut it into maybe three or four pieces. Yeah. And then I used the crane at the projector gear, lifted yeah. it up and down, mm. and saw how it see how it looked yeah and uh, yeah. and then but then you also uh, uh, plasma cut it or didn't you, you can yeah I used the plasma cutter and the angle grinder and the, um, uh, what's the name in English the, the blowtorch uh, no I, I have some gear now but I never used that key oh yeah that's uh, a plasma cutter right or what, no, uh, what is I that have one? some blowtorch like yeah. two setups there yeah but I also have the plasma cutter. We're, we're looking over our shoulder now yeah. for <laughs> people listening. <laughs> but at Kiyo, I used the, the 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 big saw that you can cut down walls with and you can cut. Yeah, like a, a hacksaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the stuff I used for the for all the cutting. And then you cut the you had like some you cut some kind of organic shapes 
out of these metal things? Yeah, I, I feel that uh, in my uh, drawings, I, it's some kind of uh, organic stuff going on. Yeah. And mixed with some uh, like geometrical forms or architecture kind of. Uh, yeah. I'm building a construction in paintings and sketches, and yeah. it's mixed together. And then I take these forms out and I try to present them in these uh, sculptures with yeah. metal. So, uh, let me understand right. So you take, let's say, shapes out of your paintings or your drawings, yeah, and then translate them to the like, fit, you know, either metal objects or wood or, yeah. or whatever plaster or whatever material. Yeah. And uh, um, do you sometimes also go the other way that you can yeah, yeah. start? They're like uh, the stuff you see in the corner there, yeah. over there, yeah, the sculptures. Yeah, they are made. Before that painting, the yeah. the one with the beige. Yeah. So I feel like the center of this painting has the white sculpture it, inside in there, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. So that it goes. Uh, it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah, it goes in a circle. Yeah, but you started out as um, I, I think it's super fascinating. You're like a proper painter and a proper sculptor at the same time because that's very rare I think because often people kind of decide on one or the other just because uh, they're they're or do you feel that they're really kind of different ways of thinking I feel that it uh, it helps me uh, I can present my ideas or something in sculpture and see it in one way and it will take the painting further and yeah and it's the same if I paint it and then I, it will take the sculpture further. So yeah. I, I try I, to develop my work. I completely like agree with you that actually, because yeah, they, uh, they are the same language. Yeah, it's and, just... And they're not, n neither of them are an illustration of the other. You know, they're no. really kind of the same language, uh, yeah. at least how I experience them. Uh, yeah, I think you're right there. But... Uh, um, but don't you feel like to, to paint on a two-dimensional surface or to sculpt in three-dimensional space that that kind of, I mean, how, how do you experience that difference? It's, um, it's a lot of fun when I, uh, this is uh, like schools, the teacher at school that uh, the painting is the two-dimensional surface. Yeah. It's so important and it's not three-dimensional, but it's, so I, the paintings are flat yeah. and uh, I, when you paint something and you need to work with uh, the different parts of the painting you can like uh, you have uh, uh, with the layers or the no not the layers but the, when the colors and surf the, like the color meets the next color and you yeah. have a yeah. one the surface between, and one yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and when you it's a lot of fun when you get this uh, feeling of a uh, uh, three-dimensional shape yeah. inside uh, totally flat and also painted to look flat but you can still uh, it's a tension yeah. in uh, the f yeah, but that's, flat that's stuff and when you get it to but that's move of, or of course the difference in in, in painting in a two-dimensional even if you work like with a three-dimensional uh, way of thinking it's still going to be a representation of three dimensions instead of being a three dimension although you know 
yeah there there's yeah there's absolutely attention but uh, so i was just wondering kind of how uh, or if you if you switch to like a different approach or if you if you um uh, is there, or let, let, let let me ask it in a different way is there like a a, a dominant thinking for you like uh, the sculptural three-dimensional thinking or the the two-dimensional three-dimensional kind of thinking mm. or if there's really uh i feel like i just go here and I, then i just Wait, make work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just make stuff and i have been very uh, i'm not <coughs> when uh, we talk now yeah i feel like i'm not very good to talk about uh, what i'm doing in this uh, trying to explain it in this kind of way and it's it's maybe also the least interesting one apart yeah because yeah. I, this is very good when you you just go to your studio every day mm. and you don't it's super good to have uh, professors around and all this stuff yeah but you don't need to give anyone an answer when you just go and work by yeah. yourself yeah just do yeah, yeah just do for sure and then you find out which which direction it goes but nonetheless i like personally i've experienced that even though you do that and that there's still you're going to recognize certain patterns or certain kind of preferences over others you know just yeah. by by seeing what you do and and uh, uh, uh so i just wondered if there was some some kind of conjure thing or if it just yeah uh if it just merges yeah and I also I also work in two dimension and three dimensions, and so I and for me that that really like the problem I had with the two dimensional that I had to make it three dimensional to understand it because I personally I really have a three dimensional way of thinking, so even if I approach a painting you know so my dominant form is is three dimensions, so that's why I like put layers and and use collage techniques much more than than. Uh, um, I haven't cracked the painting the way I would like. I yeah. think maybe um, my you said the 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 part of your work that is dominant uh, for me is mm -hmm. maybe the scale. Yeah, yeah. That it has uh, that has a certain body or a certain kind of uh, yeah. Because when I work small, uh -huh. I end up just making. Uh, I feel that I end up making small parts of something that could have yeah, been yeah, made yeah, bigger. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I have a very hard time uh, scaling it down to uh, A4 paper. Yeah. If I, it you would be very difficult to paint on A4 paper. I yeah. think. Well, that's that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because you need a. So, what is your your what would be your smallest size you could could have? It, it depends on the brush, and the brush never goes smaller usually than uh, the, uh, ten millimeter wide. Yeah. I think. And then, uh, or it's maybe 12 or something that I use the most. Yeah. And then the line is... Yeah, that's that defines that's the, kind of the scale. Yeah. 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 So when you work smaller with this brush, then the, then you I just, uh, what do you say, blow out the format or something. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, then it becomes a deep. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, so for you, the kind of the dominant energy maybe you could say it's uh, is, is size or scale or kind of a certain mass or, or yeah yeah and i also it, it, i need to be able to handle it yeah. like we talked yeah, yeah, a we bit talked earlier, yeah, yeah. about uh, being able to handle it by yourself yeah. is important yeah 
So I don't need. So, so that's why you made the three ton, uh, three hundred kilo. Yeah, but uh, then I had a crane. <laughs> yeah, that's it was right. A yeah, crane. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was no problem. Yeah. The only problem was the guy from Drift always complaining. Yeah. About yeah. that, you are not allowed to operate the yeah, crane. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So, how did you stumble in being an artist? I mean, it's a silly path. It's it's one of the great things to do, but it's also kind of how how did you decide to come uh, to artist? My friend uh, Jörn, he was going to Strykkerne Kunstskole. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Uh, I wanted to apply for architecture school and uh, yeah. furniture design. Yeah, and uh, it looked very I'm, much. Fun. I'm very glad you didn't. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you make fantastic it's work. Much so. more yeah. fun to do this. Yeah. I think I don't know, but it looks fun to be designing furniture too. But uh, it is absolutely fun. But it, there, there's a different. You're always working for other people, which is very giving too. You know, but you're you're much more service and uh, service to others when you design stuff. But in art, you have to do the battle with yourself, which is much harder, but also in a different way rewarding. Yeah, and so, I also yeah. figured out that if I want to make furniture, I can just make furniture. Yes, it's uh, yes. You just need to have some tools, and yeah. then you're good to go. Yeah, and you you develop you know, you make your own frames, so you kind of uh, developed your basic woodworking skills at least and metalworking yeah. skills to, to yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that and it will have a hopefully it will have a very <laughs> a different look when you don't yeah, really you, know how because you don't know the rules. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's how I started making furniture as well. Just I was interested and couldn't afford it, so I just yeah. started making some. I know how much hair yeah. looks and I know what it's doing, so yeah. <laughs> it's something to sit on. Yeah, yeah, you make a couple and you figure out how the construction works and yeah. then you can improve them from it, yeah, for sure. And also, I think, I think the, um, uh, you know, the art is the harder, harder path. So you kind of, so you basically stumbled upon it. Too. No, I, uh, when I was in Strykkerne, I was still applying for architecture the first year I was there. But on the second year, then I stopped applying for, for the architecture and stuff yeah. like this. And just figured out it was so much more fun yeah. to just go to art school and you didn't need to worry about so much. Yeah. And I went to Trondheim and you have no worries and you can just go to school and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And in Trondheim, the academy is open 24-7. Yeah. And so you live there basically. Yeah, you can. And you're not allowed, but you can. You can mm. live there, and uh, it has so much. It we I had a studio like this when wow. I went in, was in my bachelor, and I shared it with a friend. Yeah, and when you have a studio space like this, yeah, in you, bachelor, can, you can you can develop shit. You can yeah yeah you can, yeah. and you had the metal dump. Yeah, next it, door. <laughs> yeah, it was like one kilo kilometer away, uh -huh. and you can go there by night and just uh, pick what you need. Yeah, and then you have all the you had the lock box. Yeah. The spray booth, yeah, mm -hmm. and you have everything. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. I've never, I haven't been to the academy in Trondheim. I'll try to visit it when I make it up there yeah. one day. Mm. It's always open and it's fun to just walk around there, yeah, and uh, look at what people are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have, uh, they are always, yeah, they are very nice there. Yeah, it's always a party. Yeah, so yeah, I had a couple of friends who went there as well, uh, who I studied with. So I, I heard it yeah. was a good time. Um, yeah. So, but you, so you did your bachelor there, and then you did your masters here in Oslo, right? 
Yeah, and then I had a year. Um, you had uh, a year in between. Yeah, in uh, I went to Berlin with a friend. Yeah, uh, Mikael, and we on our when we were going into the third year uh, bachelor. Yeah. Uh, the the guy who was running the school we weren't very happy with him yeah <laughs> so we decided to uh, because this studio space that we had the good one yeah going into the third year bachelor it got we lost it oh, yeah and uh, i wanted to have a good studio space and i felt like uh, on my last year yeah. i should absolutely that's, have that's a good the most space important the year, final yeah, year sure, yeah so i thought the school should be a first year second year third year then mm. you should already know when you uh, go into the first year bachelor you should be told that this space will not be here on your third year yeah and they didn't do it like that they just told us before we went to summer vacation mm. that when you come back it's it, you don't have a space and we moved all our stuff into a small space yeah and then the space was filled yeah we couldn't walk in there anymore <laughs> so it was just uh, we took our money and uh, went to berlin and we lived there for one and a half year and yeah. just took a truck to trondheim from berlin yeah. with all the stuff we made yeah and put it up and it was fine and the guys told us that you're gonna fail i'm gonna fail you as a student yeah and we just told them that no one fails in art school, so <laughs> it will not happen. And as long as you, happen. as long as you show up with work, it's very yeah. hard to fail anyone. Yeah? yeah, and you do your your, you know, writing assignments or whatever you get, then you're. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing with Trondheim, it's it wasn't. Uh, there was no writing. It was some, but it they didn't. It, it was a very free school, so you did if you worked, you worked. Yeah, yeah. You did your own thing. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, last year we're in Berlin then. Yeah, and then my money, uh, I could live six months more after finishing, and then yeah. I was the money uh, ran broke, out. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to live with my girlfriend in Trondheim, and yeah. uh, I was uh, kind of, I remember I was kind of sad, because I didn't have a studio, I didn't yeah. have anything to do, I didn't have any money, Yeah. so I was just living there and trying to figure out what to do, and uh, then I got into the master in Oslo. Yeah, yeah. but it's good to have a, so you had one year in between. Yeah, yeah, that's healthy. I think. Well, a couple of years in between to just kind of figure yeah, out what super good. which direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So now, so now you 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 graduated two years ago, right? Two and a half. And uh, one and a half. One and a half year. Oh yeah, it's only one and a half year. Yeah. yeah. Time flies. Two thousand eighteen. I was yeah. done. Yeah, and it's been going very well since then. I must yeah, say. Yeah, uh, I'm very happy. Yeah, because your your last show was in Stavanger now. Yeah. Yeah, you have to remind me the place because I forgot the name. Uh, BGE. BGE, yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's, I looked at a list of people who shown there. It was a quite, a, quite, a, quite a nice list. Yeah, of it's, uh, I'm very, uh, it feels like, uh, yeah, I'm just very happy that people want to, yeah. to show my work. Yeah. And it's super good to be there. Yeah. Because you you had uh, um, yeah it was like it's it's down now right the show or is it yeah it, uh, they took it down uh, on I think the last day was Sunday yeah. yeah yeah I knew it was running like around this time still yeah but uh, yeah so you how many works did you have did you show I think it was uh, fifteen paintings and three sculptures and three sculptures yeah, yeah. and the paintings vary from maybe forty to 30 centimeters up to yeah. 
One second, I just hear. Oh, it's maybe it's this one. No. Where is that sound coming from? It's a lot of sounds in this building. Yeah, that's that's the problem with these old buildings. And I don't know if I can get edited out. Anyways, well, people just have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fifteen. You just need to talk, then it's not there. Yeah. It's just in between. No, it's 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 in the background, but I might be able to to get it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you had fifteen works there. A Can you put auto tune on this? Like our voices will be like. Uh, like for sure. Yeah, you can <laughs> put it in any program. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Two chipmunks sitting. Yeah, so 15 works, uh, big paintings, right? No, uh, from 30 to 40 centimeters, I think the smallest. Um, yeah. Uh, because I try yeah. to paint yeah. uh, the smaller sizes. Yeah, I have a lot of smaller paintings here, but uh, we'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, and uh, I think the larger paintings were. Yeah, the, the biggest painting were 220 by 2 meter. Yeah. And you made the, the painting especially for that one show or that body of work or you just... Uh, uh, I was in Paris Yeah. Uh, from May to November and then I uh, knew that uh, I will start producing work for uh, uh, the show at Brandstrup in uh, September yeah. 2019 and for the show in Begay. Yeah in January. So all the works were started in Paris in May and then I just worked, worked, worked and, Until, yeah. and then everything was shipped to Norway the week before the opening in oh, shit. September. That's a so tight went, uh, schedule. Yeah, so <laughs> I went uh, to Brandstrup and I was also... In but did you show the same works at Brandstrup and in Stavanger or was it... Uh, uh, maybe... There was probably some overlap. Some of the works were shown both places. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was three or four or five mm. because I wanted m mostly to have like two different shows yeah yeah that was important for me and I started in uh, in Paris I started 26 paintings yeah and uh, in Oslo when I was uh, on vacation like summer vacation from Paris I started maybe 10 or 15 here in the studio and then I worked uh, uh, yeah. yeah a little here and a little there and after the show in September I didn't have any I didn't want to start new works in yeah. Paris because then I was leaving in 1st November and then I went back here and just started working a little bit more on the thing that wasn't finished from Paris yeah and then uh, this went to, to Stavanger yeah yeah cool yeah, because there was two two major solo shows yeah, really was, tied uh, tied on top of each other. That yeah. must be in uh, <laughs> quite yeah quite a quite a intense. It was very intense. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then and it was so much to do in Paris. Yeah, it, it wasn't only paint. No, you no. could do so much more. Yeah, Paris is a uh, quite a big city. Yeah, <laughs> so it was very difficult to try to do. Yeah, to focus. Yeah. You were at the, the um, uh, Artuel, Artuil, Where were you in Paris? Cité des Arts. Cité des Arts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Was it a residency? Yeah, yeah. it's the Ingrid Lind Ingrid Lindbeck Foundation. Yeah, I see. You got that one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was That's super sweet. good. Yeah. Uh, and it's half a year. Or 
I was can... uh, six months and uh, some of the other people were maybe almost six months some were four months some were three months yeah somewhere so, in that area yeah. yeah cool so there were more people there yeah the they have uh, four studios and then it's uh, um, I don't remember the name of the it's another Norwegian residence there as well so I think it's like five studios uh, for people coming from Norway okay so uh, you, uh, I think the 6th of May when I arrived, we were uh, four, four artists coming at yeah. the same time. Nice. That's nice. And you have a bit of a, a yeah. community too. Yeah. yeah. So we had, uh, we celebrated 17th of May. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> With some Germans and some French people. And yeah. it was very good. Uh, super nice. Mm. So now, uh, so now what? you're done the shows and you uh, when will you release this thing this when, podcast uh, uh, when is as soon day? as possible okay as soon as you listen to it and I've listened to it and so uh, it will if it w- will it take uh, will it be after the 10th of March no it will be before that okay yeah like like between now then and I can tell you everything that's going on good good <laughs> nice <laughs> so stay tuned yeah. <laughs> No, for sure you can you can tell me offline yeah but uh now so you start working on new series now or you're struggling uh, on it's uh or are you in between everything is it's never I f- it's never a new series i feel i just uh, continue yeah it just co- continues mm. so i just uh, the other day i just uh stretched on new canvases uh, yeah yeah. And uh, so I will just put them up there, and then I. You see, I work on one, two, three, four, five, and six, seven, eight, and now it's uh, one, two, three, four new canvases going up, and yeah. uh, most of the stuff you see over there is stuff on that I can yeah. just uh, take out and work on as well. Yeah. So I'd like to have yeah, so a lot yeah on stuff going on and then the I can always find a dry painting to go yeah, and to work on yeah, to work on yeah 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 because that's of course you you paint with oil mostly right yeah yeah and that always takes time to dry and to to work on yeah cool now what I said before it's really it's really an inspiring space and uh, you, you know you're in a good studio when you feel like oh I want to start working myself <laughs> and uh that's uh, a great, great motivation. But I, uh, I've always seen of you. You, you uh, you're, you have like this high energy. And there's always a lot of stuff happening in your studio. I only know your studio from from the, the academy, but but there's a there's this high energy and this high kind of pulse of things and and uh, there this whole world that emerges uh, out of out of your studio. I think that's super fascinating. That's nice to hear. Yeah. No, but it's 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 uh, it's important if you want to. You see over there, it goes out of the wall. Yeah. The energy. Yeah, the energy <laughs> and the, the sculpture down the wall. Yeah. Uh, but what is your? Um, it's always hard to kind of formulate the questions in the right way. Uh, but you don't need to formulate it in the right way. Yeah, but it's also Im- uh, difficult to uh, formulate them in the wrong way. So, <laughs> 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 uh, 
How about, Are you gonna say something bad and you want to wrap it in? Nice no, 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 not in. <laughs> no, I just wanna, I just wanna dive in a bit in, in kind of your, your inspirations or your kind of your your fascinations or obsessions. Obsessions. We, maybe yeah. we can start with obsessions. Do you have any obsessions? You kind of. Uh, I'm very. I, I like the good brushes and uh, <laughs> and uh, the good. Uh, uh, like tools that yeah. can handle uh, uh, a beating, yeah. If you could say that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like quality stuff. Yeah. That uh, if you have a lot of good quality brushes, you have good quality uh, hand saw, or you have a good quality. Yeah, like your tools. Yeah. Yeah. So y like the the blowtorch. Yeah. I think th the one over there. Yeah. It's it's made for industrial work, like the people you see in the yeah who um, cut up whole buildings. Yeah, yeah and, and they, the the guys who build all the stuff in the streets in Oslo, yeah. they have this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's made for hard work. Yeah. And my work isn't. That it doesn't hard. need that, no. that that kind of you know, but it's. But I have the possibility to just it, things that you think is impossible is very easy suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just happens. Yeah. When you start uh, machines. Yeah, I I I am completely on your side uh, with that. I'm I'm a s super tool nerd myself, or you know any tool. You know, yeah. like uh, I have this really nice scissors from Japan, which are. You know, <laughs> but the, the the thing I really uh, I remember from uh, Strikerne. Yeah. I was. Uh, it was this uh, one painter who bought this extremely expensive brush. Yeah. And he just kept it in his studio and he couldn't use it because it, it was, was too expensive, yeah. Yeah, too valuable. So yeah. this is also very important to, to buy all this uh, or to find. To but don't, don't you feel that is mentality? Because I have really expensive brushes too and I just use them as... Yeah, as that's the thing. It, yeah, the it's super important to, to get good stuff, but yeah. it's very important to use it very hard. Yeah. Like use it like it's uh, gone tomorrow. Yeah. And well, the the thing is, uh, you can use it very hard, the, but you you also have to learn how to maintain it. You know, yeah, yeah. If you have a brush, you clean it because if you don't clean it, it's gone. Then, yeah, that's then true. It's, you know, then it's uh, uh, then yeah, it gets really expensive. My brushes yeah? don't. Uh, I never let them go bad because they are like gone hard, dry. Yeah. yeah. They are gone because they are they used are up. They are used up, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's. Uh, I even have a broom which is almost used up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I keep it around because I've I've had it basically since the start. Yeah. So I've had it for that broom. I had for since you were like four years old. No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> not, not, not. It's not that old. I think I had it since about two thousand and three, four. And that's it's high quality. So and and no, I still use it. I use it today, <laughs> even yeah. Just before you came and picked me up, uh, yeah, I, I use it. So. I don't think the one I bought at Klaus Olsen will last. No, that no, long. no. It's no. already. No, no, that, that will see be. See that one? It's already broken. Yeah, and it's just three, four months old. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, like these these tools are often a bit underrated. You know, like a a, a broom or. A, <laughs> But I even nerd out over those. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So uh, extended the handles. We have a really long handle. Yeah. So that's very important. That I, I feel this is one is okay. It's almost yeah, it has it's two meters. Yeah. Or no, one one eighty. Yeah. Maybe. 
that's very important and uh, and uh, yeah no so I can nerd nerd out a lot of it but what 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 brushes do you like best uh, I think that just uh, did you say you uh, talked about Svinebust Svinebust like a like a pig's tail or whatever yeah yeah something but like uh, not the not the cheapest one yeah if you go like one or two step up then yeah. it's super good yeah and not and the flat flat ones the flat ones yeah. yeah and for starting a painting i can use the, the big uh, like the the, the maybe two, five, two inch, uh, uh, five centimeter wide yeah, yeah like round yeah just to oh, yeah. get some uh, stuff happening on the yeah just to kind canvas. of get the base base laying down yeah yeah and you said you used quite a bit like 12 mil wide yeah a lot of that also also i have like uh, I didn't see your brushes. I will, I will, two seconds. You just talk. Yeah. Well, so he's walking to the brushes now. Yes, he's almost there. He moved some stuff out of the way. <laughs> the funny thing is, always studios always look like chaos, and still, you know, the people in the studios always know exactly where <laughs> where everything is uh, look we have um, so now we're sitting on a red couch and in between us we have uh, it's a red couch from uh, UQS I am got it for free nice and in, the, in between us we have a big two big boxes with with all kinds of brushes yeah and that's of course the thi thing with brushes they always covered in paint yeah, and, uh, and also a lot of dust here. And dust <laughs> here, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. And here's the round one. Yeah, this is stupid. Uh, Just this. Because uh, this was, this was actually, uh, this wasn't that bad. The the price of this, I, but I felt like this was a little bit stupid to buy. Yeah, but that's always good. Yeah, but oh, this you, you bought them in England. Yeah. Yeah. I never seen them before I was in that shop. No. They, they look, have a they look almost Jap Japanese-ish. Yeah. Shepherd's Paste Brush 28. Yeah. And Omega Il Famoso Penello. <laughs> Pura Setola. Number 24. Nice. Yeah. So maybe it's not the pigtail. I don't know. Shonking Buster. Shonking. I, I don't know what that means. But this, this is, is my favorite. Uh, artisti. Chunking burst. Yeah, I don't know what that is actually. Yeah. Looks looks something like that. So you like quite a hard brush to to work with. Yeah, it's uh, it uh, gives a lot of. Uh, it leaves uh, a mark like it yeah. splits the paint up if I mix the yeah, so oil and really the turpentine like right. Then you can see that it's uh, yeah. something happened. You have a very kind of uh, expressive brush stroke. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Uh, I love it. Uh, I think. Let me see if I can find. Because I I like to when I paint I like to. Yeah, these the ten. You know, I have a ten mil thing. Yeah, I I like these types too. Yeah. Quite nice. But I like the the softer brushes often better. Yeah. And uh, the I say the of the I probably use synthetic ones. Yeah, that I don't like because it leaves it's it becomes very flat. I feel. Yeah. It's better when they have like uh, like 
every hair is a little knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no, I like I like often that they I like the flatness sometimes. Yeah, leave this here. Yeah, just leave it. That's good. Some paints and brushes in between. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, do you? Because uh, uh, a good brush, I. I buy some like really cheap brushes. I use quite a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not always expensive ones that are. are and they can be good, but they they just uh, don't last that long. long no, long. they just they are gone in a day. Mm. They just uh, it's like they just get sanded down in the canvas. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's why I I don't yeah, but I I paint the most on paper now. So then yeah. uh, then it doesn't really matter. Oh. No. If you paint on this uh, duke. yeah, because you, you, yeah, I wanted to ask you that because I see three types of canvases here. I see like the linen, or what is that? Is that the big one there? That's the one there. That's like this. Yeah, that's uh, a linen. Linen, and then I see some cotton. Yeah. And I know uh, you paint on yute. Yeah, I do that as well. And. Uh, is there something you prefer? Are you as nerdy about the canvases? Yeah, You're probably as. Uh, I uh, found my favorite. Uh, it, the canvas is. You uh, found your favorite canvas no, of the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, if I want to paint uh, like uh, with uh, a lot of lacering yeah. and thin layers. Yeah. I feel that the uh, portrait uh, lean. Yeah. Is very good. Yeah. It's very fine and doesn't. It's not that uh, grov. Yeah, not that rough. Yeah, and uh, if I want to be very uh, handled, uh, painting very roughly. Yeah, yeah like mm. you could use uh, almost a drill in the painting. Yeah, and uh, then it's very good with the extremely thick linen. Yeah. Oi. Uh, like uh, 550 gram linen. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. And I talked to this, I just uh, figured out, I tried to buy this uh, aluminium frames yeah. from Artel. Yeah, in the Netherlands, right? Yeah, and they're yeah. super professional. So they. Yeah. they a friend of mine just got a whole, whole bunch of those last year. Yeah. And I. Uh, I think I'll have to order some of that too because yeah. they they are quite cheap. nice. Yeah, and yeah, the, he I ordered it on Friday at twelve. Yeah, and the frame the frames arrived at the door here at the studio. Yeah, uh, Tuesdays. Tuesday before three. Wow, and it was even uh, special uh, measurements, so they yeah. needed to produce. Yeah, they had to cut them. Yeah, 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 and they did that on Friday and also shipped it on Friday and it was here on Tuesday. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah, they're they're quite. A, I heard good stories about them. Yeah, and and they they talk on the phone for they call up and talk on the phone. Okay, how what kind of canvas do you use? Yeah, and then I tell them what kind of canvas I just figure out that I really like. Yeah, and he just no no no. If you paint with uh, oil, you don't need uh, more than three hundred and sixty, and that's the thickest one we have. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that you don't need more than that. And yeah. I just. Hmm, but I really like the one I have here. Yeah, it's uh, it costs a little bit more, and he just no, you don't need it. Our canvas is from uh, Belgium. Yeah, uh, the one you have is, and he knew the name. Yeah, yeah. it's also from Belgium, but it's uh, two uh, big manufacturers in Belgium. Yeah, 
and he buys from one and the one I like is from, from the other one. one yeah and he said that uh, you need to try one of ours so that's uh, the camera's there in the corner yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, the tallest one yeah it's from them I think and, and, the next and, and the other one is the other one yeah, yeah. that is a bit darker it's yeah a, it seems a bit it's a bit thicker yeah and thick yeah uh, it's, it's twice as thick almost yeah and uh, but also twice as hard to work with and just to stretch it into oh no no the stretching is super is stretching is the easiest thing I, I hate stretching. You don't need to stretch at all yeah. because, or I, maybe I'm saying it wrong because <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I just, someone told me how to do it. Yeah. And then just lay it down. You don't stretch it, stretch it at all. Just put it nicely around. Uh, one stiff. Yeah, and then in the you middle, go middle, the other side, and you go cross. Yeah, now you, know, you don't need to stretch at all. So you can take the whole side and all around. Yeah. And then it's uh, you flip it around and you just prime it with the uh, rabbit skin glue and then it it tightens up. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I hope that will work. <laughs> it's been that's it's, it's, it's <laughs> it seems to work so far. Yeah. yeah. But that depends also. Yeah, because then you have to prime it. If you yeah, don't prime it, then then you have to stretch it. Or if you want to restretch a painting, you know, if you're gonna take it off the can. Yeah, yeah, thing. of course. Then you need to restretch a painting yeah. if you take it off. Yeah. Or if you just want to keep it uh, without the frame, yeah. <laughs> don't need to do. That. Yeah. No, then that's uh, <laughs> then that's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'll uh, yeah. I just I just I prepared like uh, a series. I think of twenty or thirty paintings now. Yeah. Which I have to order the 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 frames for, but I have the canvases already ordered. Yeah. It's cotton. It's uh, laser painted on cotton. And okay, then, and then you need to be very and precise. And then it has to be. It needs to fit exactly. Yeah. It needs to kind of uh, stretch exactly. I don't work like that. Stressful. Yeah. But uh, fun too. Yeah. yeah. It's too precise. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. Uh, yeah, it's too precise. And you're, you know, I mean, as a company, you don't work precise. You're, you, know, you have what you say. You need this scale or this kind of also this energy and this kind of. There's a certain uh, uh, controlled kind of speed in your in your brush strokes. Yeah, Does that makes sense. It's like uh, yeah, would you say this this putting the the brush to abuse? You know? Yeah, you you see that in your stroke. And uh, I also use some some parts of the painting. Like I am very, I need to be very steady with the hand and yeah. paint. Yeah. In, in where the surfaces in the painting Meets. are meeting. Yeah. The meeting point is very important to yeah. get it right. And that's the hardest part. I yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like that can uh, yeah. make it or kill the whole painting. Yeah. When the, when the colors meet mm. Mm. and the, 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 how, it, how the paint is put down in yeah. exactly this yeah. meeting is very important. And there's also often with layering that kind of because you can go over certain ones but not under and so if you do something in the wrong order you end up at the wrong side and then you have to fix it yeah, yeah uh, fixing a problem like that is does, probably uh, difficult yeah <laughs> yeah now so uh yeah so we canvas and uh, so you get it from artel now uh, yeah at least uh one order i have done yeah from them. yeah and i think i will order more because it's super they are so professional and not. Yeah, and you know you're doing commercials for Artel. I will tell them to yeah, listen to this. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, can sponsor they the show. Yeah, yeah, they need to ship some frames. Yeah, they can. <laughs> uh, I can do a sponsorship. That's actually not a bad bad idea. 
You can have it on the beginning of this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, good day. Welcome to the Frito Show. This show today <laughs> is sponsored by blah, 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 blah. That'd be fun. One day I'll get there. Yeah. Uh, because they actually need some... Uh, some exposure. They need the word out because mm. they're super good. And mm. uh, if I knew of this two years ago I yeah, would probably start buying from them yeah it would be a difference because before that if you make yeah, I see you have some bot frames but you also made make your own frames now and again no? yeah you see the one over there yeah. <laughs> that's an old one no? yeah it's, I see, it's from the I recognize the leftover pieces I it's think. from a show at Kiyo from yeah. a design design yeah, fair yeah. or something yeah, yeah I recognize the <laughs> the walls from the design <laughs> first uh, frame mm. that's funny that's very funny, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's not so much fun to make frames, especially if you can get like these super professional ones for you know in the end cheaper. Yeah, it's super cheap. Mm. It's, mm. it's it's uh, cheaper than Chem. Mm. Chem is too. Chem has extreme prices. I think. Don't 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 bash <laughs> them because I need them as a sponsor too. Okay. <laughs> they have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no chem, is, chem is great if you need like small things. Of course, need, and it's, in the the it's in Oslo and it's very mm. fast to go there and just yeah. buy, but it's, uh, I feel it's twice the price of everything. Yeah. It, it probably is. Yeah. You need to go to, mm. I buy a lot of stuff from uh, Germany and yeah. they send it to the Swedish border yeah. with the UPS and you can just meet the guy and then you get the German prices and it costs it's no, uh, they send it out for free if you buy for more than 100 euros. Yeah, yeah and that's pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah, and then you get all the paint for half the price mm -hmm. on the Swedish border. Now, I was so shocked when I came to Norway, kind of the prices here just for material. And uh, it took me it took me a long time before I figured out where I you could get what, you know, like cheaper or better or yeah. often just getting the right quality was hard because there's not that much diversity so you can you don't have that many options no and uh, and i mean there's enough options but you have to really dig and of course now with ordering like internationally then suddenly but ordering internationally also yeah it's easier now than it was before i would say but it's it's still it's still a bit of a pain you know yeah and the thing is it was no pain with uh, artel but that's interesting. Very, very good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll approach them, and uh, <laughs> otherwise I have to cut this whole segment now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. Now, so, uh, so uh, let's try to go back to to inspiration and stuff. Kind of what what, uh, and we've been um, we've been I say recommending movies to each other for a while now. Yeah. We do about one a year, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's my turn now to give you a yeah. movie again. And uh, have I given you Zatoichi, the no. blind swordsman? No. Great. Then I have twenty-five movies for you. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So no, the twenty-five next years are. Doesn't we got them booked? I will get a new movie in uh, when I'm like fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. If all the other ones are bad. <laughs> God damn it! I'm at 24. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, they're really good. They're really good. Japanese. Uh, it's a famous series, The Blind Swordsman. Uh, they they remade um, uh, Western version of that too. I think. 
Yeah. With Rutger Hauer, I think. Dutch art, uh, actor, actually. If I'm not mistaken. But anyways, it's um, pretty nice. I'll, I'll get you those. Yeah. But uh, I have a movie recommendation for the people listening. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, the Wild Boys. It's a French movie from uh, 2017 or something. Yeah. I don't know what's it called in, in French, but... The Wild Boys. Yeah. 2017. What is it about? Short? Or Without If people want to see it, they need to look it up. Oh, yeah, they can find it out, for sure. Uh, cool. But what... Do you read a lot? Do you... Do you watch a lot? Do you see a lot? Do you... Uh, I don't read that much. I watch a lot of movies. Yeah. At least three, four... At least three movies a week, I think. Yeah, that's a good steady pace. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes more. Hmm. Which... In which genres are you most? Uh, all over. Yeah. Which... Let, which one do you exclude? Which one you never watch? Uh, I, before I never watched uh, like uh, Japanese uh, anime yeah. movies, but yeah. then I figured out it's something some really really good some stories. Some really good stuff there, yeah. But uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't like the the uh, the style of how they do this anime thing that much. Oh, yeah, like uh, the the Ghibli stuff or the or the Akira or what I don't know I don't know anything about it but I feel like these movies are like reading a, a book oh yeah because the stories are so good yeah so it's the stories are super good and then the 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 actual the picture that you look on is just almost like almost you, you have an example of the one you hated or liked or no I, I the ones watched. I've seen I haven't seen that many but the ones I've seen I like but I don't remember the names but it's like Firefly or something is one Firefly no I, I don't remember yeah anyway so uh, so you're not so keen on anime but are you but the stories yeah the stories, stories are, are yeah, super nice yeah. and is there more you you don't like seeing hmm no, I think I watch. Like personally, like I don't like bad uh, yeah. movies. <laughs> I, like even low quality Hollywood I, shit is uh, not for me. Ah, but there, there and is. And the romance, like this rom coms. Yeah, yeah, it's not that much fun. Uh, oh no, I I can dig those. And I like ba I like bad movies too. But then they have to go beyond a threshold, so they yeah. have to be. And, and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's kind of too much fairy tale going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. So the fantasy kind of stuff is also too much. Yeah, then it needs to be one of the extremely good. Like Lord of the Rings is rated very high, but uh, it's just too much. Yeah. For me. Yeah, I thought that was a bit too. I kind get of bored of, of this uh, all these strange uh, uh, characters that is supposed to be funny and jumps in with this. Uh, Always this the the main guy and his sidekick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and also in Star Wars, you have this R two D to that. Yeah. yeah. And then I just look at it and okay. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. No, I th I enjoy those movies, but you you kind of rate them as that. You don't kind of. I like movies that is telling a story about something that uh, could have been real. Yeah. And it's really really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Then I get entertained. Yeah, so you like the you like the dark side. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember I saw this. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the the 
terrible uh, opening scene with uh, 10 minutes uh, of just hard techno and then this guy is doing bad stuff to this woman in the under under uh, in the underground line when you walk under the which one is that I don't remember irreversible I haven't seen that one okay this was I remember I saw it and I, my when, the, when you watch it your jaw is just dropping and you sit there and you're shocked because this is too too wild yeah and after I watched it I remember oh, this was a really good movie and then I was going and I met up with a friend or something and I told him I saw this movie it's super good yeah. <laughs> and I was telling about it like very happy yeah. and then he watches and it, just, uh, it wasn't yeah. anything to be happy about at all no. it was terrible <laughs> but the movie was good so yeah. it's a very good yeah, you were movie. happy you were happy about the experience not yeah, happy about the movie so, that's a different thing it's yeah. so extreme yeah and I had another have you seen Requiem for a Dream yeah that's also super 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 Oh my god! I went. I went with a friend to the cinema, and we were completely. We just in an afternoon. We had nothing to do, so we went into the cinema, and we thought, "Ah, that that." This is many years ago then, because you saw it when it first came out. Yeah, and but the 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 messed up thing was that we just picked it because oh, that's an interesting name. Let's see it. So we were completely unprepared. So we (laughs) came out. We couldn't speak for fifteen minutes. We were like, "Oh shit!" This was a completely different experience, and. And uh, and it was really it really enhanced that we didn't know anything about it because yeah. we yeah we, we just shell shocked afterwards and and uh, so it had much kind of deeper effect than than it otherwise would have had yeah. but yeah yeah but like I'm always looking for a movie that you can rewatch yeah and there's not that many you can actually rewatch because. You know, Often, often movies have like a plot, and <laughs> then if you know the it's plot, it's one movie that you can rewatch. It's the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, he's uh, traveling around, and uh, he's uh, catch me if you can. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a super good movie, yeah. but you can watch it over again. I just watched it, and it was still fine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a Sunday movie. Yeah, but but you will not watch it over that much because you. It's, no, it's but a quick I, I knew that I, I watched it probably ten. 15 years ago or yeah. something I don't know when this was made but it then I watched this like four weeks ago or something I, I watched it yeah. I mean if there's enough time you can rewatch it because you've forgotten about it but there's like I, I mean that you look for a movie that 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 kind of gives you meaning and kind of inspiration and stuff like that without in a way you kind of discover new kind of layers yeah and and I feel often with the movie, as soon as you kind of understand the plot or something, it doesn't have that much to offer afterwards. I, I gave you one movie that is the name is Kes. Yeah. K E S. Yeah. This one you need to see. I'll see. It's a very yeah. good, very good story. Because mm. I've I, I'm I'm a movie junkie like you, and but I've I've noticed like in recent years it's harder and harder to find something to see. Yeah, I have the thing is, uh, my friend Sindra, he yeah. he got me into this uh, Karagarga. Yeah, it's an internet page with a movie archive, and you, they just they have everything that you don't yeah find anywhere else. Yeah, because that's the problem. You can it's hard to find the weird stuff. It's hard to find the kind of they interesting have it, stuff. They yeah. have all the weird stuff. Yeah, but it's very yeah. difficult to get in. I think yeah. I don't know how it really works. Yeah. but he's a movie nerd, so he he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. 
he knows something. He knows something. Yeah. No, but it's. Uh, uh, I was really into Japanese movies for a long, long time. I've seen a lot of those. So the Zatoichi ones. Uh, I don't think I even have seen them all. So uh, all twenty-three movies, <laughs> or twenty-five or seven or whatever it is. Yeah. We should meet up again in, uh, in twenty-five <laughs> years. <laughs> well, if you do three movies a week, then you can be done by. Uh, yeah, yeah it could be, be done fast, but mm. it's so much to see. Mm. Yeah, and just seeing Zatoichi. I had like periods where I was watching like almost one a day yeah. like for for a week or something. And then, uh, and then I had to have a break or something. But and those I can, yeah, they're, they're just basically Westerns, but then yeah. Japanese or yeah, Easterns, they call them, I guess. But it's this lone hero running around solving trouble or making trouble or, yeah. Have you seen this? Uh, I think it's a, it's a Western film. They, they uh, drink a shot of whiskey all the time. Yeah. Every scene, There's a every <laughs> scene, <laughs> it's like all the people in the frame. Yeah. Every time they just switch the camera or something, Yeah. They, it's always a shot of vodka. In the whole Western movie, and it's the shooting and the things <laughs> going on, and it's a story, but they always drink. I'll drink it. Wow. <laughs> What's the name? You know? I don't, re I don't remember. But uh, I think if you just Google shots yeah, of whiskey uh, yeah. Western, you'll find it there. Uh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the plan for today? Uh, the frame. The uh, I'm gonna oh, yeah, take gonna the vacuum cleaner down to the car. Yeah. And clean it. <laughs> <laughs> After. Yeah, because we were talking about. I had my mother in the my, in the car. Yeah. She was here yesterday. Yeah. And then uh, when we were driving home. Yeah. She just oh, you need to clean your car. You can't have it like this. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, because you. Yeah, when I look up here, I see the 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 room you kind of took away. Yeah. Because there was like a small room here, and yeah, yeah. I'm not finished. You see, <laughs> it's still. Yeah, it's still. Uh, that was yeah. That was actually quite a bit of material here. And you moved that with your car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny how we modify and change and and build onto our studios, and it always needs to be fast because you know you don't want to spend too much time. No, I, I'm gonna take all the these uh, edges plates in the roof. Yeah. Okay, so it's even this this is this, this uh, the roof system, the system roof or whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna take the way so it's all I get some more there. space. Yeah, you get some height. But it will not happen tomorrow. It will happen. Yeah. How much height do you have here? Three sixty. Three seventy. Three seventy. Or three eighty. So you could make a small mezzanine or yeah. like a high storage or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think over there. It yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Well, you could have basically all this side and then yeah. cover the this. The plan is to take uh, the floor we are sitting on here yeah. away, so it's concrete. Yeah. And to put up uh, some kind of uh, air system. Yeah. So I can have ventilation. Yeah. And then I can uh, do welding and uh, yeah, metal work yeah. in that corner. Yeah. So you make like a small workshop in this corner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I don't need to be afraid of burning the building up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, we forget about that, but yeah, safety is kind of a. I think I it's think it's important. It, yeah, it's super important, <laughs> especially when you yeah. I mean, you you switch between a lot of stuff, so you have 
very flammable stuff here, like paintings and and stuff. And yeah, I think the most flammable I heard is that it's the gas for the blowtorch. Yeah, because that's that's not normal gas, right? That no, if I heard they told me if it's leaking. Yeah. Maybe you need to cut this part out because maybe I will get a. Oh yeah, get it. You won't listen to it, I guess. No. But maybe some of the artists in the building will listen to it. Yeah. Maybe if it leaks. But the, the bottles uh, are very new. Yeah. So they are uh, good. Yeah. yeah. But if it leaks, it's it only needs one to two percent uh, of this gas in in yeah. the air. Yeah. For uh, self. Uh, self combustion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and that's nothing. No, that's really nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is not good. Yeah. No, this is. Uh, I mean, this is real concerns. You know, I think. Uh, uh, I think a lot about this also because and that's also why I decided against certain tools in my studio. Yeah. So I don't. I have actually a welder, but I don't use it because I don't. I I can't deal with the sparks there because everything yeah. is made of wood. The whole construction is wood, and there's too much, too little space to kind of expand around it. So I can't weld in my studio. Which I would love to do, but you know, it just that's not going to happen. And uh, there's a no, couple of other things. This is super good for. Yeah. Because when I, if I I need to place these dangerous bottles over yeah. there, and maybe because you see then you can have an air out. Yeah, you see the window yeah. up there. Yeah. I can probably just open it up and build like a. Yeah, like a ventilation out there. Or yeah, or just let it be. Yeah out in the open air all the time yeah. with holes or something and then I could have isolation door yeah a door with isolation and just put all the the dangerous yeah, uh, gases in gases there, in there yeah. Yeah. that's probably smart yeah I think that would be yeah. <laughs> very good yeah because yeah, how long have you been in this you you came here straight after after no I was there? in a uh, basement uh, on uh, just a few uh, one kilometer away from here yeah. after the master yeah and then I was, uh, it was a basement, yeah. And I was with sharing it with uh, three others, and then uh, I was there for half a year, and then uh, I was over here at the friend's studio space, yeah. And he said that I think it's free, yeah. And then I just, oh, this is good. It's daylight. It's super it's good. It's fantastic. You got windows on all one side. You got yeah. It's. And they have the, this uh, super good uh, like lift, lift uh, yeah. Uh, elevator. Yeah, it's like four meters deep and three oh, meters wide. That's just a dream. And it goes just into yeah. the studio almost. Yeah. It's just outside the door. No, it's. I mean, like we talked about logistics, or how to handle your stuff, and you know, you tend to move your stuff quite a bit in your career. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, the, the smoother and easier that goes is just a blessing. Yeah. And here it goes super easy. Yeah. So I think I will be here for quite as long some time. as possible. Yeah. 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 No, and it's and it's it's. I feel it's hard to find a good studio in Oslo now. I think this is. The, it must must be almost the cheapest square meter. Yeah, yeah but, but no, it's not even the price that much. But just something with high enough ceiling yeah, yeah. and something where you can make noise, something where you can make dust. You know, it's it's not that easy to kind of uh, uh, get something like that. You know, it's mm. easy to get like a twenty square meter kind of office kind of studio, but you can't really do anything there. You know, no, can't. I cannot work in that mm. kind of place. No. Like I couldn't be doing this in uh, in an office building. No, no, but m most studios like I've seen are are a bit like that. You know, yeah. Even even the one where I am is is 
kind of an office building. So we were yeah. on the fourth floor and there was just kind of this hallway with these kind of cells. So yeah. I had four of these 10 square meter cells, which yeah. is, you know, tiny, which worked out for me. And it was re relatively high ceiling. Yeah, so, but super high ceiling. Yeah, but <laughs> in the top floor was 270 or 280 or something. So it was, uh, it was less than I have now. Yeah. But, um, so the one I'm now is less officey, yeah. so to say, but, uh, but it is an office because you know there's like people working <laughs> in computers above me and besides me, but uh, uh, yeah, so that it kind of influences you a bit, kind of how how you can yeah you know, what we talked earlier, kind of if you have the right tools, yeah, you, you can make uh, you can make movements that are larger or you can do stuff you otherwise wouldn't think you do. But the same is goes through for the space you're in, you know, because that yeah, also. Yeah. If people are gonna complain about noise like every every other day, you know. If yeah, you here I, I, it's no complaints here. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, know, you work work in a different way. Yeah, and and which is not necessarily a bad thing because in the end you have to deal with the limitations you're thrown with, thrown, yeah, yeah. thrown at. But uh, but uh, it will influence you, and and to get this the right mix of things, yet. For you to make the best work, you know, is it, I feel it's always a very fragile, very kind of uh, uh, difficult way thing to obtain. Wait, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Uh, Something's going on. Something is going. Uh, probably the, maybe the lift. Yeah, I will go and tell them to be quiet. <laughs> it's probably the lift. Yeah, I'm always surprised how much these microphones pick up. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, because because the studio in the end is really an extension of of yourself. It's I think the studio is like the biggest tool you have. And yeah, that's the most important tool. I I mm. know mm. the studio space is super important. I've always been after spaces like yeah. this. Yeah. One, one time in Trondheim, I had a for six weeks. I think I had it. Yeah. Then I had a, a factory, oh, and yeah. it was I think. It must be 1000 square meter or something it was four or five meter ceiling yeah. and it had the different rooms and it was gonna be demolished yeah so I could just take the angle grinder and cut down the whole uh, metal staircase and try to do some art with, with it, it. Yeah, yeah. When, you, <laughs> when you walked around and then oh what are you gonna do today and oh, let's oh, see this one is nice and I yeah. cut it off and take it into another space yeah you could work on uh, like the, the the painting you see over there with the yellow in the corner yeah, and, the, yeah. and the three stripes. Yeah, that was one uh, made in there. And I had like 10 of this size Yeah, on all around in one room. And then I had sculptures in the room next to it. And you could just That's do so much of and it was so much uh, like tools lying around from the factory that yeah. was uh, there that no one you just left them behind yeah you. it was yeah. left behind and you could just pick everything up yeah, and scrap start working yeah. with it yeah brilliant that was yeah. super good yeah but the good thing is, is that or, or you know the the sad thing with the whole thing is that it's always temporary yeah it was very temporary it's always temporary yeah. they said to me that i could at least be there for two weeks not two two months yeah and after suddenly after six weeks the guy came and hey, you need to be out tomorrow because uh, we decided we're gonna. Do they something. were suddenly gonna rent it out to someone. Oh yeah. For yeah. like, I didn't pay anything, and they suddenly got. 
probably 2,000 kroners or something to rent it out for someone to have a dinner party. I don't know what was something going on. Something silly. Yeah, yeah something yeah. really silly. Yeah. So then I was kicked out and I was uh, really sad. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I, um, my most craziest studio was I was living on this former military base. So I had... Uh, in Holland? Yeah, oh, in the yeah. Netherlands, yeah. So I had three buildings. So I was living in a 2,000 square meter building or 4,000, I don't know. It was yeah, they have three really, stories. This is extremely good in the uh, Netherlands yeah. because they have these uh, rules that uh, uh, buildings yeah. that is owned by the government or something, they... They rent it out until they re re redevelop it. So yeah, this, and do artists get it for free or almost no, for yeah, free? Well, always, there's like companies who kind of deal with that so that the buildings aren't empty, so they, they're not squattered, that they're not deteriorating, so they're kind of heated enough so they don't fall apart, etc. Yeah. So that's it. Companies rent it out and you get cheap rent and you are there for a while, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there for a couple of years. And, uh, but then I had another building, which was my storage, which basically it was a small museum. I had my installation set up because <laughs> there was so much space, yeah. yeah? And then I had a, a, a third building and this was a bit well, what you described, but I, I, it was like a, the old garage where they kind of maintained whatever cars they had. And uh, so that was my studio, which was a 700 square meter space, two floors. I just used the down floor because that yeah. floor was just, yeah, I didn't need it. There was okay. so much I didn't need. But on the other, they were tearing some of the buildings down. So in front of my studio, there was a pile of wood, which was as high as my studio. Yeah. So it was like, it was probably 10 meters high with wood materials. I could just go out, grab what I needed and and uh, and uh, use it, you know. And uh, in my, uh, so I tore down my uh, my storage, which had a beautiful mahogany floor. So, so I was ripping out that floor on one side while they were ripping down the building on the other side because I was like, yeah, and I still have some parts of the floors and it like many, many things with that. And yeah, but all these things, they're always temporary and, uh, and that's always also the I don't know if it's good or bad because I was I was in the end I was also happy to let that go because you get a bit complacent you know you yeah. get a bit you, you're not you, you might not push yourself you never enough. know when it's over or yeah you never so you're not going to really invest in the space no. uh, uh, and I yeah you know, I was it was too early in my career because now I kind of developed this idea that you know I I must be able to go in and out a studio very quickly and so i have yeah. like all these systems which i just click in place yeah. and then i you know i so i use less time to kind of get a good organized a good kind of uh, setup to work with which i know that works for me uh, but it takes a long time to develop that you know before you get to the point where you yeah you can do that and yeah. i wasn't there uh, there at all so yeah i literally just worked on the floor but i had such a big floor so i could you know I didn't have to worry about building storage smartly. No. I didn't have to worry about kind of mobile things, etc. Because I could just dump it in there, and that limits you, and you you don't have an incentive to really kind of improve upon that. And uh, uh, but on the end, it's really exhausting to kind of move move again and again. Yeah, we talked about it kind of how much I've, I've been moving now for four months, the yeah. last four months to get installed. And I'm still not done. Yeah, and. Uh, I, same same with you if you have to move that yeah that's gonna yeah it's heavy it, it's painful so you don't want to do that too much but you you also don't want to yeah no it's a strange thing studios it's really it's really the weirdest 
I visited a guy in. Uh, do you say what, what should I say? Holland, Netherlands. Holland is just a part of the Netherlands. It's okay, like, uh, so I say Netherlands. Yeah, Akershus or yeah, okay. something. So I visited a friend and did a show in his uh, uh, like felt like an occupied building. Yeah. But he had it from. Uh, he was allowed to be there. Yeah, it's he and like two friends in this small city. Yeah. But the building was, I think it was five floors tall or maybe more. Yeah. And it was the ground floor, like thousand square meter or more. Yeah. And ground floor were just a concrete floor and like a super good workshop space. Yeah. You could have a factory that... Uh, yeah, yeah. You could have uh, the Heineken company in there. It probably was a factory before. Yeah. yeah. And then on all the other floors, yeah. it was just small offices. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like 10 to 15 square meter offices. Yeah. So it was, I don't know how many 10, 15 square meter offices you get in on a thousand square meter yeah, floor. About 200, I guess. Yeah. So it was extreme wow. amounts of offices, and it was five floors of this. Wow. Shit. And then he had uh, this bridge going yeah. from like third or the fourth floor over to an, another building. Yeah. And it was just offices. Oh my God. So he showed me around when I arrived and he just, okay, when you, you just pick whatever room you want. Yeah. And then we started walking <laughs> we walked and walked and walked and it was just so many offices and everything was empty. And I was the only guy, I think, in the building sleeping there for a week. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so I slept on the floor in this in office. Office 232. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just walked some floors down into this extreme studio space. Yeah. Because they had the studio in there? Or yeah, they had the studio over the f whole first... First floor, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was just stuff all over. Sweet, yeah. Yeah, but these things are... Yeah, everything is temporary because we're all going to die. But... Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm still dreaming about my ultimate studio, yeah. Yeah. and I'm getting closer though. Because in the end, in the end, uh, what I found out too, because each time you move, you have to improve the stuff before you move. Because you don't have time when you move. Because when you move, you move. And you didn't figure this out the first time you moved. You no, 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 no. <laughs> this was after the. Because I I'm on my seventh or eighth uh, studio now. So not all the stuff you have has have wheels. Yeah, yeah most of it has <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Not everything still, but uh, so there's still improvements to be made. And uh, even your bags from Miriam Tusen have wheels. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be nice—a plastic bag with wheels under it. <laughs> that, would be, that would be really crappy. Uh, no, but really these kind of mobile things, and the same thing. I work on the size that you can still handle it by yourself. Yeah. yeah? And there's always exception, you know, like like my my band saw, of course, that I can't do on my own. No, and this is the only thing I needed in my... Yeah, the table saw. Yeah, yeah. I got help from my brother to yeah. move it in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so so this is this idea that you're small and mobile and, and that you can uh, uh, easily kind of, you know, set the system, uh, set the system together, etc. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so I'm I'm getting closer to this idea, kind of, uh, also that you understand. Oh, apparently this is my style. Apparently this is my way how I do do things. Yeah, because I was quite annoyed. Now this time I was building like I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna make it super tight and nice and and slick. And in the end, you know, I ran out of budget. I ran out of time. So I just had to kind of use what I had. And uh, uh, and and you actually had everything you needed. I had more or less everything <laughs> I needed. <laughs> which uh which is a good and a bad thing but 
yeah, because yeah, because I had everything, I could kind of use that man. So so it's really kind of a reflection of my mentality. Yeah. You know? The same as as your studio is is too, right? Where you. Uh, uh, you build from what you have. You build from what you have, and that like kind the, of the frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but it also gives a certain kind of aesthetics, and it gives a certain kind of. Kind of um, yeah, it looks like it's no one else that has the same thing no. that you have in your studio. No, it's, and I, I feel it's not the thing. It's not a box from IKEA. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Everything is custom made in a way, but it's it's also quick and dirty. Yeah. Know? But it's also not really quick. It's it's just very confusing. Let's say it like that. But but I get close. You get closer to this idea of of where where your space really becomes an ex, uh, extension of your your practice. You know where. Um, uh, so so my goal always has been to kind of improve kind of your workflow. You know the the the, the that you can come in that you can pick up anything you need. You know you because know, you you come into your studio often with a different mentality. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you today is a dirty day, you know, where you're going to work with a lot of dust, a little clay or whatever, whatever your your uh, mess is. Yeah? Or today it's just a day where I do drawings, or today is a day where I kind of have to do some practical stuff, you know. And and so that whatever mentality you have, whatever kind of inspires you that day, that you can pick it up instantly. Yeah. So so that everything is there where it. Uh, where it needs to be when you need it and and this is kind of completely holistic I would say but you get close I, I get at least closer to this idea that it becomes an extension of, of um, yeah of, of how I work and the, the truth is you know uh, this is the thing I'm trying to do here in the yeah if I stand over there and I do the painting and I get the I, I look over to like the sculpture work yeah and I understand okay this needs to happen disconnected I need to yeah. weld it I can just pick up the welding gear and, and go, uh, go yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't take more than yeah. it shouldn't take more than like 20 seconds to get no, the no, welder you, you can't have interference because no. as soon as the interference you kind of your your, your creative your your creative urge or your flow gets disrupted and as yeah. soon as that gets disrupted then it suddenly is not so urgent anymore and then you don't do it and and you do something else, so it works out in the end somehow. And then you but doesn't get the, then you don't have the you, chance to see what it would be. No, and you don't. You don't. You know, I do really do believe if you, if you're in this flow or in this kind of process where everything kind of, you know, goes in and out of each other. You know, you the accumulated effect is something y you won't get any other way. No. You know? and uh, and then you have the possibility to make. Uh, 99 mistakes and one yeah. will be very good yeah <laughs> exactly your iterations go faster your kind of uh, uh, your concentration is going to be deeper because you don't have these small annoyances you know when we're talking about nerding out about tools and about brushes and stuff like that you know if you hold your brush and you know there's just like this small annoyance you know that will affect you because it will slow you down yeah. you know the same thing is if you pick up a, a sanding tool and it's this crap thing which vibrates way too loud <laughs> and and the paper doesn't really properly you know it disrupts you i bought this chinese paper yeah. for my uh, sander you, you use it for two seconds and it, and it goes yeah, to but hell it cost uh, it was ex i needed to try it you get 100 piece uh, yeah. papers yeah for the the rotary uh, this sander. One. yeah and uh you saw how close it was hmm? 
It's so close. You can just yeah, yeah, pick it up. You can just grab it when you, when you need. Yeah, we're talking about the sender, and there it is. But the, the sheets cost, I think, was five dollars for one hundred sheets. Yeah. And it was twenty of each, uh, like one. Yeah, grid. Yeah. 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 So it was uh, the 80, six, 120, sixty to two hundred yeah, or something. something. Like yeah. But fifty, it's fifty kroners. Yeah. And they ship it for free. Yeah. But the quality wasn't that good, but it still works. Yeah, but for me that that makes a difference for sandpaper. For me, yeah, <laughs> makes makes a difference. Yeah, and because uh, uh, yeah, because I sanded a lot, and I yeah. know the difference between shitty paper. And for me, that that would slow me down. Yeah, so but the, the really rough one, you could probably use the cheap one. Yeah, you could. I have used it before, and I will use it again. So that's not the thing. But I I prefer not to. Yeah. So I often don't, don't even have it around because I know, you know, it doesn't work. No. Because it, it disrupts your flow. You yeah. Know? And, and so, uh, but it's a, it's a lo long process. And the thing is also, cause, so you need to, yeah, because if you're in one space, all your art career, right, you can set everything up. There also like a certain urgency disappears to kind of improve upon it, you know, unless you're going to have this, inbred mentality of kind of constantly kind of improving but you you're, you're gonna be at least at the, the notice when I had the big studios that you get a bit set in your ways and you're you know it's it's fine you don't have to but as soon as you have to move you have to think okay shit what do I bring what do I throw yeah, and what what uh, am I gonna what, do better this time <laughs> yeah what what um and and so what I find out you have to improve before you move yeah what I told before because then you bring, so you improve your system and then you bring it with and then you see oh that actually is a small improvement because afterwards you don't, you're not going to do it. You know, you, you do it the next time or you do it like... Uh, I'm looking at this roof and think that it will never be... This it will, will be, be like this forever. This will be like this, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, unless you take the, the, the big roof out, yeah. then... Uh, then I will take yeah, this. Then you can take that out yeah. and then... Maybe I should just keep it like a reminder. That'd be nice. <laughs> you, you might want to do that because there's like pipes in there and yeah, water pipes and then suddenly they're floating and you have to... Yeah. It's a, a, yeah, and un unless you really own own your building, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do like permanent kind of improvements and stuff like no. that. No. Uh, by the way, I th think we should slowly close this off because I have to really go to the toilet, and we're almost <laughs> at one o'clock. So it's uh, very close. You can just keep. I think it's that close that you still can keep the rentals <laughs> on. <laughs> That'd be funny. Anyways, thanks. Did you want to do this? Yeah, it was fun. It's super fun. Nice to have you here. Yeah, uh, nice really to nice. to see your studio. Because I, I saw the studio on uh, on your pictures, Yeah. but not in real life, as I thought. So. Uh, and I've been waiting for uh, drinking coffee with you. Yes. Like we're in the morning. Yes. And now we... Now we have finally managed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.